Welcome to another episode of Skills Future Let's Chat podcast. Today's episode, it's going to be an interesting one because we are discussing about skills mastery and whether there is a secret formula to attain it. We are also joined by our very own Team Singapore Youth Skill Masters, Jovin and Ryan. Hi Jovin and Ryan, thank you so much for being here. Hi everyone, um, I'm Jovin. I graduated from Republic Polytechnic last year. Since then, I've been already working full-time with uh, Mandarin Oriental Singapore. Uh, simultaneously also doing a part-time degree in Business Analytics. So I'm Ryan, 22 this year. I'm currently studying in NUS Computer Science. I'm also doing a special program in NUS College. Basically, it's, uh, yeah, right now, degree and then I'm working like three part-time jobs at the same time. Wow. So. wow. We have two very hard-working individuals today. So can you share with us more about what World Skill Competition is all about? World Skills Competition is uh, where youths from all around the world mm-hmm. compete in different skills of their own. It's, it's basically like an Olympics yeah, of yeah. World Skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, that's interesting. For youths. Yeah. For youths, yeah. yes, of course. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. So, I'm sure there are different skill areas. And if I'm not wrong, it's like about 60? Might be more than that. But there is very, very different, like from tiling to mm-hmm. computing. Sorry, to tiling? Yeah, mm-hmm. tiling as in... Like to, to, to lay the tiles. tiles. Yeah. That is also a carpentry. Oh, like this is new for me. Yeah, fashion, technology. Nursing, right. nursing. Everything we think about yeah. go in 2019 for healthcare and nursing. Ah, yeah. I see. For you to actually represent Singapore for the World Skills Competition in Switzerland, in Korea as a country, you have to actually win an award here first. You have to it be the gold yes. medalist here. Yeah. So they are the gold medalists for World Skills Singapore. Guys, congratulations! Yours is under the hotel, hotel reception. Reception. Okay. And in between the waiting period, we have to be confined in a room. Like they call it the jail. <laughs> yeah, and, and we. That's scary. To, uh, it's not that scary. It's, it's something like this. Like we just sit around without our phone. How do the judges actually judge you and evaluate you on a certain skill? I think it depends. Depends on the different skill area. Mm. How like, is it like for hotel reception? Uh, for me, it was a four-day competition. Within four days. that, there were about 16 segments. Yeah. 16? Yeah. It's really on the day itself. All you do is you literally go to the competition area. You stand behind a desk and they tell you, uh, you have 15 minutes for this segment. Um, you can prepare your desk. When you're ready, let us know. Within that 15 minutes or that 10 minutes, you have that specific time to showcase all that you got. So at the same time, you want to care for the guests, but also you want to hit all of the points. Well, for us, a scoring system, we had two. One was a judgment level. So uh, between one to three, how well they thought you did. So for example, uh, was there a warm smile? Things that were very subjective. And then there was another part which is a yes or no. So did you say good morning? Did you give the key card? Did you say this? Did you say that? So there was two components of the scoring system. Who are the people who actually came to you? They are actors. They had to follow a script. They have standard replies. So regardless of what I replied, they had to adjust a little bit. I see. But there was a general flow of what is going to happen. Yeah, and then there was also parts where it was very mathematical. Wait, so there's like mathematic, uh, mathematic equation that you have to Not really equation, but it's more of like, because we have KPI in the hotel industry, for our key performance index, we call it like REFPAR, which is revenue per average room. We have um, ARR, Average Room Nights. So this will tell you the performance of the hotel. So they'll tell you that um, this is the total revenue. Um, how well are we performing? You have to give a description and you have to calculate what is the average room rate. 
what is the rep par. I see. Yeah, so th there's a lot of components in the competition for myself, yeah, which we don't know until we are tested on the day itself. I want to know more about uh, cloud competing as well. So I guess uh, cloud competing is much more technical in the sense that the main platform they're using to do the testing is also Amazon Web Services. So, okay, so for you, you had to go through four days as well? Four days uh, of competition? Four days competition. Two days was uh, doing what we call a game day competition. Game day. Yeah, mm. correct. And then second, the other two days we're doing like uh, what you call AWS Gem. I think some people out there might know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so it's two different platforms or two different testing scenarios. So for the first two days, it was more of like um, they give you a scenario. Uh, they give you like a, a test paper and then based on that test paper, you're supposed to craft the whole infrastructure and deploy the whole application. Oh, so you have to create like the... the scratch, from scratch ah. on the so for you, for you, you can prepare the things that you uh, about. You can prepare your knowledge of the services and how to configure but you won't know what they're going to test you on until that day so, I see okay. like for Korea they threw a big curveball I think they threw um, like uh, internet of things IOT so that so I've never seen <laughs> I've never seen that tested before so it was quite uh, so that is even shocking at first so yeah it took me some time to find my bearings on the first day before I could climb back on the scoreboard because for my case it was a real time scoring so you can actually see like your ranking and that of thing it's like an e-sports thing where you can see to, to a certain extent yeah but okay I mean, that ranking is only a certain percentage of your marks okay but it is pressure because you can see who is who is yeah. chasing and then um, the rest of the marking scheme comes from actually what do you set up in your infrastructure okay. are you missing certain components or do you put in certain components that uh, give you a um, so-called like, performance advantage over other people or like a best practice that thing and then for the other two days we actually did like a troubleshooting thing so I think some people might be familiar with the concept of capture the flag so it's a similar concept to those cybersecurity events so you have to be quite well versed in like how is it supposed to work and what is the configuration to look like that thing so you can reverse engineering I guess you have to also find the fault. yeah you have to find the fault. Yeah. sorry how long is the competition like as in per day so for the first two days, it was about seven hours. And then for day three and day four, it was about six hours. Oh, yeah. So uh, honestly, for the AWS general, it's the most amount of challenges that I've done in a day. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yours is held at... Montreux, Switzerland. Montreux, Switzerland. So yeah. that means it's the same as yours as well? Uh, no, mine is in uh, Goyang, Korea. And we didn't have no... We didn't have any jail. We were like free to room. <laughs> we have you know, like, coffee break area. Then they give you like two free drinks every day. Yeah. Got the matcha lattes and all that. Oh. That's wow. really nice. Are there any um, memorable scenarios or things that happened during the competition? I got food poisoning when I went to the competition. Oh, oh on the first day itself? Yes. Me and my mum both got diarrhea at the same time. So she went home, she had diarrhea, and I, I, I had diarrhea on the plane. So yeah. this was on the way to Korea. On the way to Korea. Oh, so no. like for the next few days, I have to be like super super careful. Mm -hmm. Then I think like uh, I think the first day dinner they served like oh there's beef tata I went to take a one bite. <laughs> it came again. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, so like yeah, be be a bit irresponsible so. Mm. Basically, I didn't do well so for my second day. Mm -hmm. So when it came to the third day, I was pretty down already. I was like I really need to do well to mm. order to pull myself up to a top three position. So I, I was like, okay, never mind, just try, just try, just mm. keep going, do question by question, you know, challenge by challenge, just complete one by one. So when it hit about 3.30, I was like, oh, the last one, last one. Then mm. finally, I managed to finish it. Then I look mm. at the scoreboard, I was like the first actually. So I would climb all the way back up to, to beat the rest. So it was quite, I guess it's a big sigh of relief, you know, like, mm. like coming from almost no hope and then suddenly, oh my God, it's first place. <laughs> yeah. And how about you, Jovin? Our hotel is based in the Hazleton Hotel in Toronto. So we had to know about the local things to do in, in Toronto, Toronto itself. Mm. I've never been to Toronto. But you have to read it up. I have to read up, yeah. So I had to prepare myself in terms of like the materials like this, you know, to memorize. Mm. But other than that, there's really nothing much you can do. Because for me, all I believe is that if you are very nervous, you can never throw out all of this knowledge 
into words. You would just be stuck there when people yeah. ask you, be like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, you have only 15 minutes, so you have to really pace yourself. Mm-hmm. I have 15 minutes. What does the guest want first? And second, how do I put it so that I let the judges know I know my stuff, I know my guest. This is the best option for them. There was this scenario where this guy came by. What I remember was that he's a, a Muslim. Uh, well, he didn't explicitly say that he's a Muslim, but I realized from his name because um, he's from Saudi Arabia, so he's like Al something, you know that kind of thing. So I asked, "Oh, you're a Muslim, yeah?" And he said, "Yes, I'm Muslim." Then I went through with him the different things that we could do, and I showed him like, "Oh, there's this app, mm-hmm. like um, like you, a Muslim-friendly yeah." Uh, and activities. this is the yeah, and then um, this is the app where you can do in the case where you want to do prayers during the day and you want to find the the direction of prayer, you can use this app to find out. And he was so impressed. None of the judges knew that. Wow. Yeah, because my competitors, their countries are not as multi-diverse as Singapore. I see. They are so accustomed to it that they found it so shocking. Like, how does a Chinese girl know all this? Correct. You know, and then when I and that uh, is why she is a gold medalist. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then it's so funny because when the actor went to the back, the other actors were like, "There's such an app." Yeah. What? <laughs> and like, yeah, we have an That's app. That's interesting. <laughs> Okay, so right now uh, we are going to do something a little bit fun, and we start with the ladies first. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, um, oh, but does that mean mine is harder? I think so. Yeah, oh, we shall see no. later. <laughs> okay, so we will be doing a bit of role playing where I will be the customer, the tourist, and you will be the hotel concierge lady. Okay, so you will have to help me with something. Are you ready for this? <clears throat> okay. I'm walking into your hotel. Hi, Miss. I've been waiting for my room for so long already. How long mm. more? My sincere apologies. Allow me to check on that. Okay. Uh, so it seems that the room is almost done. We just need about 15 minutes more. Huh? 15 minutes? Yeah, I'm so sorry about that. After COVID, well, we we just want to ensure that you are safe. So we uh, have enhanced cleaning facilities. Mm, can I just get you a drink at the side while you are waiting? Um, I'll try to rush the housekeeping. Get it done within 10 uh, minutes. But can you just give me any available room right now? Well, we don't really have any more clean rooms But available. But I pay so much. Yeah, I'm so sorry about that. Well, um, I gotten you the room on the highest floor, mm-hmm. so you get the best view of Singapore. Presidential seat. Mm, no, it's not a presidential <laughs> seat, but you get a good view of the bay. It's beautiful in the evening. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then um, it'll be ready in just about 10 minutes. So I can get you a drink while we are waiting for the room. Can I choose the drinks? Of or? course, okay. anything. Just a drink on the house on me. Okay, and you can just choose that, and then when the room is available, I'll come to you and let you know. Oh my God, girl, she is so good. She can just like you know, brush the customer off like that, or just you know attend to like a really difficult customer just like that, girl. Really, really good. I'm super, super impressive. Thank you. Yeah, you can go to Mandarin Oriental and test her skills if you want to. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so for Ryan. Your turn. Okay, it's a bit tricky. Your area of skill is um, cloud computing, right? So we're gonna do like a quick fire round of questions, okay? And we will see how many can you get it right, okay? Yeah. Do you know the answer? Of course, of course. Uh, the question is the answer. Round one. So the first question is: What is the key benefit for a customer when using the infrastructure as a service (LaaS) solution? It's IAS. Hmm? IAS. Oh yeah lah. Sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I wish I, I, I wanted to. Okay, okay. Round one. 
What is the key benefit for a customer when using the infrastructure as a service IAS solution? Okay, so when you're talking about cloud, I think infrastructure as a service is one of the main things. So when you use infrastructure as a service, you don't have to buy the infrastructure uh, upfront. You don't have to go and um, like buy a bunch of computers and put it in your room or something. You're paying as you go for only what you need on the cloud. Yeah. I see. So basically, it's usage is measured and price based on consume units. Correct. So it's a very lean model. You don't need, you don't need to buy like excess stock when that makes sense, you know. Yeah. I see. Okay, second question. List the four cloud deployment models. I think a uh, private cloud, public cloud, hybrid cloud. And I think nowadays when there's like crypto and all that, thing, there's also this sense of community cloud where you have like um, people, like normal um, general audiences mm-hmm. is, uh, offering up their systems as part of like a bigger community cloud as well. Right. So there's, there's a new option coming and up. you get well. it right. <laughs> okay, number three. What are the six components of the Stripe threat model? Can I say something? I never hear before. No, no, no. <laughs> no I never, never hear, hear before. before. <laughs> how, la, <laughs> okay, so we skip the question. Okay, we skip okay. the question. Okay, next question. Where does the encryption engine resides when using transparent encryption of the database? Uh... It depends. Normally, you will encrypt it on the database itself, but depending on, say sometimes to a certain extent, for cloud providers, you can do an encryption uh, on another managed service mm-hmm. so that your encryption keys are stored off, uh, off-site. And not, so you don't have to manage the encryption keys. You don't have to put it on the database also. It's managed in a third-party Amazon uh, service. I think it's called KMS, Key Management Service. Yeah. Your answer is very long, but the answer that was given to me, within the database. Okay, but thank you so much. Okay, Ryan, Jovin, why do you think it's important to master a skill? It's good to know multiple skills, but when you are truly passionate about something and you truly master it, it gives you a different sense of fulfillment. Right, and how about you? I think I think similarly, there's this sense of not only accomplishment, but like kind of like ownership. You're like, oh, okay, this is my work. I've done it really well. Therefore, I'm quite full about it. There's something to look forward to. Well, you can volunteer. Like for myself, I volunteered to participate in this competition because I knew that this was something I wanted to do. I wanted to know how far am I like mastering my skills. And then from there, we went to the national level. I see. So how about you, Ryan? Um, actually, I took kind of like a long way round. As my came out of secondary school, I was pretty lost. I knew I was hyper competitive, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I actually started like doing esports. I was just playing competitive games and all of things. So when I went to poly, I kind of like um, got this new passion for doing IT. There was this other opening for cloud computing. At the, and then that was in 2018. So we knew that in 2019, for the Kazan in Russia, mm-hmm. they will actually have uh, cloud computing as a skill trade for the first time. So I went to sign up for that and go and try. Okay, so tell us more about your future plans. Ideally, I will, I'm looking for like a couple of job opportunities and all thing. I mean, although I'm still studying, I can still do internship or work part-time. And how about you, Jovin? I want to continue in this trade, but at the same time, I want to take up multiple skills that can boost me up to be able to look at things at a, a wider perspective, to be able to master my my final dream, yeah. Okay, one last thing. What would you say to your juniors or peers who would want to, you know, follow your footsteps? Just go. <laughs> really. Simple. Just go. Mm. If you have something that you want to do, so just go with the mindset that I want to learn and see what happens. 
if you really like something, just try to push for it. Yeah, I think things will fall into place naturally. Yeah, no matter how long it takes. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much, Jovin and Ryan, for sharing with us on the World Skills Competition journey. And once again, we are very proud of you for flying our Singapore flag high on the World Skills Competition. And I hope you are inspired as I am because I think I will have a new New Year's resolution to take up a new skill, which is knitting. What do you think? <laughs> I think there's, a, there's probably a skill trade for you. Yeah, okay. So, before we end off, what is your New Year's resolution, Jovin? Mm, I think I just want to focus on health. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hopefully, I have the time to go to the gym. Okay. <laughs> so, more gym days. And for you? Uh, similar also. Similar. I'm also interested to try out content creation. Uh, content yeah. creation? Yeah, maybe something oh, yeah. what you're seeing on, on screen right now. Yeah. Alright, so I'll see you guys again on the next episode of Skills Future Let's Chat Podcast. Until then, bye-bye.